today on the news and why it matters. Uh, Joe Biden, he had an oopsie, uh, another firearm incident at Walmart, and Hollywood is making an adorable movie, you guys, uh, about liberals hunting deplorables. Yay! All coming up next on the news and why it matters. <laughs> Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, joined today by Stubergear, Mr. Pat Gray, and Jason Howerton. Thank you guys for being here. Uh, let's start with Joe Biden, who I realize is getting up there in age. Mm -hmm. um, but he keeps like having some really racist <laughs> <laughs> remarks. Uh-huh, racist-y? Would you say slightly racist-y? Racist-ish. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and the latest one, let's, you know what, let's go ahead and, and watch, and then uh, we'll get into discussion. And the other thing we should do is we should challenge these students. We should challenge students in these schools to have advanced placement programs in these schools. We have this notion that somehow if you're poor, you cannot do it. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Oh. Wealthy kids, black kids, Asian kids. Not really, but think how we think about it. Um, <laughs> he covered it really well with the Oscar Mayer commercial. Though. Uh, fat kids, skinny kids, kids who climb on rocks. Even kids with chicken pox are just as talented as white kids. Come on. So there was, it was a very awkward pause you could, it's like you could feel it in his throat. He knew he did it. He, he, knew, he knew he it. Did which it. is, I guess, something, right? Yeah. I mean, it's better than not knowing that you did it. Um, yeah, that was not a good moment. Uh, he did try to cover it awkwardly immediately after. I love the one person in the audience. Like, <laughs> uh, real big applause. Yeah, why kids are... Can we, wait, can, can, we, can we watch it one more time? Well, I, I didn't, didn't miss that part. Yeah, listen yeah, to yeah, one yeah, person who gets really excited when he says it. And the other thing we should do is we should challenge these students. We should challenge students in these schools to have advanced placement programs in these schools. We have this notion that somehow if you're poor, you cannot do it. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. <laughs> Wealthy kids, black kids, Asian kids. Not really mean, but think how we think about it. That's not what you're supposed to do in that moment. That's great. Uh, yeah, you know, it, it was not a good moment. I, look, you know, I think there's an issue here with Joe, and I don't, I don't think honestly that that proves that he's a racist. It just proves that he, he, his brain is moving at some different, like, it's like two, you know, two cars in two different lanes, and the mouth and the brain are going at two different paces. They can't, like, they don't line up at all. Well, I'm, I'm just really glad that they're giving him the benefit of the doubt, mm -hmm. like they would Trump. Mm -hmm. oh, so Trump bad. accidentally mm -hmm. said that. That's, a, that's, well, a, that's evidence of white supremacism if Donald Trump says it. it I mean, is. seriously, oh, that's, that's what they would say. It is. Well, Pat, but he does have kind of a, a history of making yeah. some pretty racist remarks yeah, when it comes the, to African-Americans. This first sort of clean, attractive African-American that's well-spoken. That, that's a that. storybook, man. Mm -hmm. Not to mention the uh, you can't go into a 7-Eleven in Delaware without some kind of Indian accent. <laughs> yeah, it's... I mean. uh, I mean, it's not the first time. It's really not the first time for Joe. But he, 
he gets a pass because it's just Joe being Joe. Oddly, the one thing they really use against him when in the Democratic primary for his racism is his support of the crime bill, which actually I don't think at all proves his racism. Uh, it actually was a uh, did a lot of good things. It wasn't a perfect bill, but it did actually a lot of good things. And it's the thing that, of course, he's getting criticized most for as, as a, a Democratic primary, primary contestant, which is typical. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, I just feel like the, the, the thing to be that's important about Biden is not any of his views. Um, it is not any of his uh, slip ups like this. There's one thing to watch with Joe Biden as far as po- politics goes, which is the only reason he's winning right now is because people think he can beat Donald Trump. And if he has more of these moments where it looks like he's slipping, where it looks like he's not all together, where he looks like he might gaff himself into a loss against Trump, the Democrats will bail on him. I, I think they'd like someone with more socialist policies than Biden. But if he can beat Trump, they're fine with it. The, he is giving them reason to believe he can't. Mm-hmm. And if he gives them enough of those reasons, these things will start snowballing. And he, that's how he loses this election. Do you know how bad Trump would smack him around in a debate? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just from, a, it, like, just mentally. Like, it's just he's not all there anymore. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's a sad part of life. Well, I'll be there soon enough. Uh, yeah. he, you know, Jason, you mentioned how Trump would be um, treated in the media if he had made that comment. But it's oh. we live in this backwards world where, like you said, Joe Biden gets a pass for actually saying something like that. Trump denounces the KKK, you know, um, like it's very clear on everything, has never, uh, to my knowledge, made any of those comments. And he, he's already a white supremacist. He literally said the words, we have to condemn and defeat white supremacy. And Joe Biden goes the next day and says he hasn't condemned white supremacy. It's like it doesn't it's a different world we're living in. Mm-hmm. And then Somebody like Joe, he can say something like that. Mm-hmm. Trump can lower flags to half mast, and he's <laughs> he's signaling to neo Nazis because it's eight eight. It's like it's, it's just a different planet that that the two sides get treated. It's really embarrassing, and it comes to one central thing I think that goes on with the media all the time, is which is they consider themselves the arbiter of what people really mean, mm. right? So Joe Joe Biden can say something that sounds pretty darn racist, but he doesn't mean it. They he's just, just old. They, he's old. He makes mistakes. It's just Joe being Joe. You know, the same thing with um, uh, uh, what, what, I can't remember which squad member it was, the Ringo of the squad, that one, when she said, uh, was it Presley? or It was Presley or Tlaib. I can't remember. It could have been Harrison. You're not sure. Okay. Okay, it, was, it was Harrison or Ringo. And um, she said, she said, um, I think it was, I think it was Presley because she said, um, uh, we don't need any more brown faces without brown voices. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, any, you know, if Trump came out and said, we don't need any more white faces that aren't white voices. I mean, he would be impeached the next day, but they are assigning a positive motive essentially to Presley where they don't assign it uh, to Donald Trump. And the same thing I think happens, you know, with Biden uh, right now. Uh, you're seeing this with, with all the, the, the Trump accusations of racism, anything that can further the, the, the idea that he he's a racist, um, is used because they already know he's a racist in their minds. In their minds, they know. They've already assigned him the racist intent, so everything proves what they already know. With Joe, they know he's a little slow and he makes mistakes, so everything proves that. Ah, It's nothing to worry about. Being able to assign that intent is an immense power. It's It's a power to shape the entire election. Because if you just say, well, we know what he means every time, it's a way to excuse and accelerate the criticism of, of other candidates. It's, it really is a, an amazing We saw that with like, like AOC and Mitch, right? Mm-hmm. She, she determined boys will be boys is what he meant, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like she interpreted it herself. Mm-hmm. 
and, and told America what he actually meant, even though it's not what he said. Well, and that was, um, I think, largely in part to the Daily Beast. Wasn't it the Daily, yeah, the Daily Beast? Beast? The yeah. Daily Beast said Mitch McConnell's knows, team yeah. essentially said boys will be boys. <laughs> essentially. That's a stretch. There There's the media doing yeah. it. There's mm-hmm. AOC doing it. Right. And that's the reality that we live in now. They get to determine what what is in your heart. Right, right. Um, Pat, tell us about the, uh, there was another firearm incident at a Walmart in, where was it? Uh, this one was in Missouri? Missouri. Was in Missouri, yes. Yeah. Springfield, Missouri. Uh, a guy went in with uh, AR-15 and, and uh, fully loaded. Um, he had uh, body armor on. He was wearing fatigues. And he had 100 rounds of ammo. And then he just got a shopping cart, started tooling around Walmart. This is, what, four or five days after the shooting? I, I don't know. It looks like he's just trying to prove a point mm-hmm. that I can open carry in a public place if I want to. Uh, what a what an asinine thing to do so quickly after uh, 22 people lost their lives in El Paso. This is not the time for your point to be proven. This is not the time to uh, take your own life and others mm-hmm. um, and put it on the line. See, he could have been shot in the head by a security guard, an off-duty police officer. I mean, the guy is, well, there, is fortunate there, that there, he's still alive. There was an off-duty firefighter right. who was armed and who mm. held him at gunpoint. He could have easily been killed. Yeah, he could have. And, and he was recording it with his could've. camera. So clearly, we'll probably see this footage on YouTube at suspect. some point, mm-hmm. hoping to go viral or whatever else. I'm not going to watch it. I, I implore other people not to watch it. <laughs> That's not the kind of attention-seeking behavior we want to reward. But... Everything looks to me like this was an open carry stunt, yeah. um, trying to exploit the the moment in time where this is a hot button issue. And I think it's just dumb. And this is why I think open carry is just a bad idea. I don't want to ban it. I don't want government to tell people they can't open carry. But if you are serious about your gun rights and you're serious about defending yourself or your family, conceal carry. You don't want anybody knowing you have a gun on you, um, whether it's an attacker or or somebody who, who would want to do you harm who knows you have a gun on your hip, grabbing it off your hip. Who knows like what could happen if people can see you openly carrying. Um, and not to mention, it's just it, it gets people on edge. It makes you the center of attention, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you want to be ready and prepared, you don't want everybody looking at you, knowing what you mm-hmm. have and what, what you could possibly do. It's just, I think it's just dumb. Just because you can doesn't mean you should, you should always, yeah. right? And It's a tough one too. Like, like let's just say this, this played out a little bit differently. Let's say the off-duty firefighter sees this guy walking down this, sees it, and thinks it's going on, and just shoots the yeah. guy in the head and kills him. Mm-hmm. Like, do, what, what, what's the outcome of that? It, in, in real terms, like, constitutionally, mm-hmm. as, as we stand here, uh, by the rules, he didn't do anything wrong. Um, and, uh, and, you know, shooting someone in the, in the middle of a Walmart because they're carrying a gun is not cool. Like, that's right. not okay. But, I mean, I think <laughs> You most, and your high standards. I know. I know. Okay. I high hurdles to clear for everyone. But, I mean, I think, honestly, the average American would look at that and just be like, well, I, I would have done the same yeah. thing, yeah. right? Like, I, you know, he's yeah. lucky he didn't get his head Th- blown Think off. about it like this. The manager pulled the fire alarm, right? So there's a, just as somebody who's done training, right. yeah. like firearms training, yeah. there's a lot of um, noise, chaos. a lot of chaos happening mm-hmm. in that moment. If you're not, thankfully, this guy seemed to be trained and, yeah. and didn't overreact. But in that moment, a lot of people could have panicked. Just yeah. a regular Joe who maybe doesn't do a Good lot of question. training could have panicked and shot the guy easily. So. Easily. And I think, I think honestly, the American people would say, 
probably go, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it does he dumb thing to do. You shouldn't have been, you shouldn't have right. been doing that. And like mm-hmm. I that is partially a problem. Like and I think to defend a little bit the people who who do these types of things, they do have there is a legitimate point encapsulated here, which is our society is so weird with guns that um, and, and we so often don't push back on it you know it's, it's so often you know every place bans them when we don't do anything and so so for to so many these things are so foreign i mean especially so, i grew up in the northeast like I, it was completely foreign to me i don't ever remember even seeing a gun when i was a kid um you know it was not part of the part of the culture so there is an argument there of like you know we need to be more people need to be more educated as to like just seeing a gun isn't mm-hmm. evil this is in, intentionally trying to incite a reaction. You're trying to make a video or whatever he's trying to do. It's a really terrible idea. And I, honestly, like, I don't know. What would you do? Would there be, would you be, you wouldn't get a murder charge for that. Like, maybe you get manslaughter or something if you shoot someone. I would assume that you'd get in some sort of trouble. I, I have no idea how that plays out legally. Yeah. I think in the court of public opinion, though, I think people would be like, look, don't freaking carry giant weapons in there two days after a massacre and expect yeah. nothing to happen to you. Right. And, you know, that's not right. But I think that would be the normal reaction of the of the everyday person. I think there's also a uh, Jason. I'll let you speak to this. A larger concern um, that conservatives, because we are so geared toward facts and principles and you know laws on the books and following them, um, I feel like there's a concern that conservatives don't care. Right? We don't care that people are being shot. We don't care that there are you know illegals. Uh, being ripped apart from their families, we just saw in these latest ICE raids. Um, there were a lot of conservatives that I saw who were somewhat gleeful about, you know, children crying because their parents had just been taken away. And it's like we are missing an opportunity. Some of us are missing an opportunity to show that we do care. You know, we have a heart. Uh, it's just a different approach. Jason? Yeah, I mean, I, I laid out a thing. Like, I'm just, like, I'm a dad. I went through a hard thing with my son recently. So I have these emotions about this issue and and seeing stuff like that, it bothers me, right? But I'm not like, I don't want to make decisions out of emotion. I don't want to do things that don't make sense. So like I laid out like, build a wall, um, prosecute criminals who are here illegally, get them out of the country, and then find a way for parents who have no criminal history to to have a pathway somehow. that was like my thing. It seems pretty reasonable to me. And it was like people are curious. Like, I'm like, like, are we like? Is what it part of that? Is it the last part? The last part, yeah. right? Figure it out after. Right. Figure it yeah. out. Yeah. So it's like I feel like we're retreating to to the place that that the left is on, like abortion, like so extreme to where you can't like they want just all abortion, no matter what, after, yeah. even yeah. post birth. Like, don't even tell me <laughs> once the baby's born. Don't tell me what to do. Um, and, and I do feel like we're missing an opportunity. Like Texas, like I think is a perfect example of that. I think if it was done right, the Latino community in Texas is so geared to be conservative, mm-hmm. religious, they're hardworking. Like there is a, a community of that uh, culture that would, I think, be a great addition to the conservative movement. Um, and I do think we're missing that opportunity just by being so stubborn and not finding any common ground at all. Um, or, or compromise at all. Like, and I'm still talking about, like, we need to secure it first. How, how does that happen? Mm-hmm. Um, and then go from there. But um, it's, a tough, it's a tough sell to get anywhere when you can't even get, like, even half a step off You're of You're not allowed just, to have sympathy anymore. Right, no sympathy You're just supposed to just share statistics and... Part of that problem, though, is they haven't done the first part. And they, yeah. and they refuse to do the first yes. part. Yes, And so until you do the first part, we don't want to hear the rest of it. Yeah. Do the first part. 
stop the flow. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just like if you have a plumbing problem at home, you're not you're not going to start fixing the piping until you you fix the leak, and then and then you can deal with the other things like the mess on the floor. Um, Why did you so, gesture at me when you said mess on the floor? <laughs> well, it just was a natural reaction. Oh, that hurts. Uh, all right, back in a minute. Kind of messy. And, and mm-hmm. Oh, that is people not really liking you all. Okay. Oh. That's true. That's a good point. That is really good. And I don't know that you're making on television. Uh, Stu, tell us about this new movie coming out. It sounds amazing. Yes, The Hunt. Actually, I think it looks great. Um, and I saw they did um, uh, a bunch of ads for it in, during the Democratic debates, and I was tweeting, like, I'm, I'm all in on this. I, like, it looked to me like it's the type of movie I really like. Um, and it's a movie about uh, basically people wake up in a field. They don't know what they're doing there. Uh, and all of a sudden, bullets start flying. They realize, essentially, they're on the, the wrong side of a hunt. Uh, there's a human hunt going on, and uh, some you know evil rich people are hunting them in a field. And you know, th- there's been sounds st- like the type of movie that you like. You said uh, totally. I like. I love stuff All like right. this. You know, like you know, it, this is this comes from the same company that made uh, The Purge. And I love the Perch movies. I, I go see like all of them the night they come out. I, I think they're great because um, I just I don't know. It's a, it's you know it's a crazy sort of scary movie, but it's 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 intense and it has like sort of a like the Purge is the same way. It has like a, sort of a, a subtext of politics in it, um, but kind of the world gone crazy, right? Like it's a movie. You go for the extremes that you're living. This is a fantasy. Um, so this movie is about. It's been getting a lot of the reporting on it, I think, has been misleading in that, like, they are trying to make this into this thing where conservatives get really mad at it. Right. Because what they are doing is the people in the field are uh, referred to apparently as deplorables. Um, You know, there's criticism. They never I don't think it's like about Trump per se, but there's there's allusions to the essentially the people in the field are the are the red staters. Right. And the liberal elites are the blue staters. And well, didn't they, they, I read a report that they were going to the name it. The initial name was red state versus blue state or something like that. Yeah. Um, so it, I don't know if that report's accurate, but that's what I, I read that as well. Um, the thing that, because I, I keep seeing conservatives getting upset about it, and I can understand when it's presented that way, but let's take a step back for a minute. This is a fantasy movie, right? And there's no movie I can ever think of in my entire life in which these two, you have one group who is, kidnapped a bunch of people, put them in a field, started shooting at them, and the other people who are struggling for their lives, the heroes in this movie are the red staters. <laughs> the people in the field are the ones well, you're rooting for well, the whole hold time. On, hold on, This never happens in sure? Hollywood. We should be thrilled over this. <laughs> what if Bernie Sanders goes to that movie? Who's, who's he rooting for? That's true. Yeah, I don't that's know. What that's what I want to know. That's a good point. I'm sure some people in the audience will be like, ah, I hope they really kill all those people in the field that are innocent. <laughs> but, like, generally speaking, yeah. I mean, like, you know, this is a... Um, there's some similarities to like a movie like Hostel, for example. I don't know how much you guys are into horror films. I know Pat's a huge Hostel fan. Oh. Uh, you were more of a Hostel too guy, I know. But do you, uh, do you, yeah, do you, watch, you watch it like every night yeah, or every almost, other. Almost every almost. night. Okay. But I mean, this is a movie, right, where uh, these innocent people go to a hostel and they wind up getting uh, tortured and killed by evil rich people who want to uh, to, to uh, you know to have the pleasure of killing people. Well. No one in the movie is like, I love the people who are who are going to kill all the people in the hostel. You're rooting for the hostel people. This is the same situation. The people in the field, for once in our freaking lives, uh, the, the people who are the good guys in this movie are actually the red staters. And I think like that's actually something to be kind of excited about. Well, yeah, the rich elite. Yeah, we, no one's rooting for them. Are going to be the people you root for? No. Right? They're, they're not going to be. You know, they never are. In every other movie I think we've all ever seen, it's like the rich elite or the evil businessmen 
men who want to go kill mm -hmm. people. Yeah. With one big major exception from recent history, and it also came from the same company, Blumhouse, which was Get Out. Get Out is a movie in which it is absolutely overt about the fact they are criticizing white liberals and their racism. There's basically yeah. these the, the couple, you know, the people who are killing they all the black say people. They voted for Obama. That yeah, was their yeah. excuse. They're like, well, we can't be racist. We voted for Obama. You're right. killing black people, right? Like, <laughs> right. so you know, and and I'm you know, Blumhouse is not a conservative outfit by any means, but they are willing, I think, to take the story to the best place possible to make it the most interesting possible. So some of the stories have had liberal, you know, plot lines before, and this one, I think, though quite clearly is a conservative like hero movie like for whatever reason they have put the red staters the trump supporters in a position that you have no choice but to root for them and that is like i think something we haven't seen in a while it's it's certainly not common in, in from hollywood and so i i think complaining about it you know from the conservative perspective is a little bit sort of misled yeah well what about um just the the hypocrisy Though that, you know, they liberals in Hollywood are over here trying to tell us that conservatives are gun nuts and all this. And then we, they put out movies all the time that show people killing each other. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think there's I mean, they're glorifying it. Right. There's always we talked about this. I'm not, uh, let me clarify, because I don't want pushback yeah. from from viewers. I'm not saying they don't have the right to make these movies. Course, I'm not saying course. we shouldn't go. I'm just saying their hypocrisy yeah, I mean, look, we, we've talked about this from Hollywood before. A lot of times they try to say that, you know, look, we don't have we, we, violent video games and violent movies don't influence people. But when we wanted to get smoking out of the movies, we made sure to take cigarettes <laughs> out and we influenced them there. And we put a lot of environmental movies, messages in movies so people understand that that's the right way to be. I think there is, you know, there's some there is always going to be hypocrisy from from um, uh, from any, you know, Hollywood studio that's trying to make political messages and change people's minds in these movies. I think the better way to do it is chase the story. What's the best story? I don't mind. Like, I've seen a lot of movies that have liberal, like, underlying themes that I've really liked. It, it's not going to change my view on a topic. Mm -hmm. But if the, that's the best way the story goes, it's the best way the story goes. And, and I think the less that we try to have, like, this, you know, this overarching idea that we have to change everybody's minds on who they're voting for in these movies and just make the movies freaking good, yeah. uh, that's going to be better for everybody. Yeah. All right. Back in a minute. I'm just like, Trump uses the word infested, and he inspired. Before we go, I'm sure all of you have probably heard about the really sweet and adorable Drag Queen Storytime Hour that is, it's sweeping the nation, amazing things happening in our public libraries. You will not believe what drag queens are now teaching our children. But you got to go to Sarah Gonzalez Unfiltered on YouTube to find out what it is. Parents, you're going to lose your minds over this one. Uh, and don't forget, we've got overtime coming up next, as always. Um, I'm trying to find a delicate way to tease what we have coming up. Um, you guys remember Jessica Yaniv? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, there's an update to that oh, story. No. <laughs> oh, yes. And it is so, so good. Oh, okay, good. Get something soft. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. So Jessica Yaniv, who, if you guys don't remember, uh, this is the she-male, I guess, who, so transgender woman, 
so is a male, has male parts still. Uh, she is suing because she asked an esthetician if they would send over someone to, to Pat. Wax her giblets? <laughs> yes, thank you. Maybe thank put you. it that way? Yes, thank you. Her, his or her yeah, giblets? I'm very confused. To yeah. wax his... I like to try to use the pronouns interchangeably just so that like both sides get satisfied, hey, right? Close mm -hmm. Yeah, like you'll all have one side that's mad if you say she and one side that's mad if you say he. Just so, so. you know, if you use both, they'll both be mad at you. Oh, is that so how that, that works? Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't work the other way around. That's yeah, why my inbox is always full. <laughs> um, so this Yaniv has uh, released the text messages between himself and the esthetician, um, the exchange, the argument that happened, <laughs> and we have those for you. Uh, so it starts out, the esthetician says, I, I only do in, in Surrey, of course, they're in the UK, so I only go to people's houses. This is where the, this is the location that I do it in. Um, Yaniv says, I'm right on the Surrey-Langley border. And the esthetician says, but you look like a man, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Yaniv responds, excuse me, I'm a girl. Uh, the esthetician says, oh, okay. So Yaniv asks, what's your availability like? And she tells, she tells her. And then finally, Yaniv says, I'm a transgender. Is that an ah, issue for you? There it is. So um, then this person who is, I believe I, I read of Asian descent. Does not seem to have a, a, a full Great a English. Yeah, the language right. is a bit of an issue here. Right. So she says, um, I don't know what transgender is. I've never met a transgender. And he says, I'm a girl now, dot, dot, dot. I used to be a guy. And uh, she says, yes, there, there is a problem. I don't <laughs> think I can do you. Sorry. And so Yaniv says, why is that a problem? She says, I don't feel comfortable. And Yaniv says, I'm a girl. The esthetician writes back, sorry, no. Uh, and then Yaniv responds, you can't do that, FYI, it's discrimination. The esthetician responds again, sorry. So she's trying to be kind about it, just saying, mm -hmm. I, I can't do it. She said, sorry, I'm not trying to be rude or anything. It's just that I don't feel comfortable doing this. And I know you have the right. It's just that you're a man into a lady, but you're still a man, right? But into a lady, my husband won't accept me doing this. I'm sorry once again. I just don't know what to say except sorry once again. Well, she's trying to be kind, right? Mm -hmm. I think we can all agree she's trying handling to walk this, the line. Handling this well. And, and like I think part of like the Me Too movement, right, is to say that a woman should not be forced into something right. she's, not un she's not comfortable with. Yes, like, and if, she said the key word, I'm, I'm uncomfortable yeah. doing this. Yeah. Well, that should end it right there. Okay, well, then never mind. Would it surprise you, Pat, that that did not end it? <laughs> no, no, it would not. That did no. not end it. Uh, so Yaniv is not happy about this. Uh, she <laughs> says, he says, no, that's not okay. It doesn't matter what your husband will or won't allow. You cannot discriminate and reject services based on someone's gender identity and or gender. Uh, now, is that the law in the UK? I don't know. I, you know, I don't know. Yeah, but I, I, have, I have to believe... That you've got to believe a woman can't should be, not be forced, forced exactly well, to work on a man's genitalia. Exactly. Stop it. That's ridiculous. But I because mean, it's not. It's not about. It's not a it's man's not, genitalia. Except it, it, it is. But it isn't. It, except it isn't. And, and, and we're going to talk science. <laughs> we're going to talk biology. We all know. Oh my it gosh. is. Listen to this. Listen to this. <laughs> yes, here comes. You, you'll deny the climate, but all of a sudden you care about science. That will be interesting to hear, though, because. 
Well, because like, it's a tough one. Like they're not, they're, she's not denying you a service because of your gender. It's just that I, she waxes she a different. Is. I mean, like again, I, I am arguing this right, like at, from a but ridiculous they, standpoint. Because yeah, I'm, I'm assuming, <laughs> right, they are a little further along on these laws than we are in yeah. the United States. You could still get away with this, mm-hmm. but I mean, these, this is the outcome of these laws. Yeah. How do yeah. you have the position that you have to bake a cake for someone and not not be, and not force her to do this? Right. You can't. You, you can't. If you want to force people to go into these situations, then you mm-hmm. have to be able to go down. This is just another service. Mm-hmm. And, you know, by the left's logic, she should absolutely be forced to do this. That just, though, shows how dumb the logic is. Yeah. It's just a good example at an extreme. It's the same thing that happens when it comes to sports. Like sports is not the most important thing in the world, you know. Sporting events, you know, the it's you know, especially women's sports. Who really cares? But I mean, when you have uh, <laughs> right here. <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't see you. Uh, but if you have a guy going into a women's sport uh, it, because she's they've transitioned, and yeah, I know. Okay, I, I, if you go into transition uh, and they and they win that race, it's not the most important, vital event in in all of human history, but it does shine a light on how ridiculous this is. You know, it, it's a it's a valuable example, and I think this one is too. I think you know, if you are a leftist, you have to come up with some mental gymnastics yeah. to realize why you can't force yeah, that person to do that. What is the difference between me calling that woman and saying, "I want you to wax my giblets," <laughs> when, and that person? Mm-hmm. We have the same equipment. Right. Yep. Right. How is one of us a woman and the other a man? It, yeah. it just doesn't make any but sense. But still, they, they couldn't deny you based on your gender, and your gender just is male. Right. So, therefore, if they say... So, would they have to? They would yeah, have but, to. Well, but that's... Crazy. That's why it's I want to find out more information, because what if the service that's, that this particular business, place of business says that they provide is specific to but can you even do that female part can you even do that is that not discriminating based on gender who like oh, where one, does it end that one blatantly is right you're saying it's only right. about female parts mm-hmm. so it, absolutely so is one day there's no well, it, it's so sticky world. like this is why it's very much more simple to come step back and say maybe individuals should make the choice right. when they do business free market maybe i don't, I don't know. know it seems like a, a, a nice easy thing and you know what most people are you know Look, I don't know that most people are going to want to wax the giblets of of, uh, of a guy, uh, but you will find somebody who will do it. You'll find a guy who does it. You'll find it, you and then can, you can tweet it. You can by the way, shout it from the rooftops, yes. right? It's also not a constitutional right to have your giblets waxed. Well, That's not any well, in any constitution. Sure? I'm not sure about that. Uh, no, the UK, Check the good maybe. and plenty clause. That's true because it might be there. It could be. And Magna Carta, I know, has it, but I just don't know if it's in every constitution these days. I do, but I still, I do think you do bring up a great point that it's now. I'd love to see it in the 1213 Magna Carta. I'd like to see that. It was a Magma uh, Carta. Oh. The Magnum Carta. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, that we've now reached the point where the transgender movement is becoming more important than the women's movement. Yes. And it's interesting yeah. to yeah. see how that's yes. going to end. There have to be winners and losers in the Olympics. In the uh, what, what is yeah. it called? The intersectional, yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. There's got to be losers. Yeah. Uh, all right. So yesterday's poll: which one of the 2020 Democratic candidates could you stand getting a beer with? I think this is no surprise. 59 percent of you said Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah. 35 uh, percent said Andrew Yang. Four percent said Bernie. Two percent said Elizabeth. Uh, I'm surprised she even got to. Uh, you know, I say um, uh, if I were to push back a little bit on that list, I would say that Gabbard is is really good looking, which I think is probably why a lot of people picked mm-hmm. her. Yeah. She's not. Gonna, I think Yang would be a better conversation, maybe a little bit more interesting. He's like a he's a pretty interesting dude. Uh, she and she is too, but she's also very serious. I mean, like Tulsi Gabbard does not seem like she'd be a lot of fun. She's like super <laughs> duper military serious woman, mm-hmm. which is. 
might be great. Uh, you know, if you're going to have a Democratic president, she might be the best one. And I would say definitely Bernie over Elizabeth, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Bernie is insane. At least you probably... Bernie needs some alcohol. Like, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Bernie should drink more. He should drink before every debate. And Elizabeth, absolutely last place. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't get one authentic moment. I'm just ever. in my kitchen having a beer. Yeah. I'm going to go get me a beer. <laughs> yeah. uh, did you guys see the, uh, I think I think you tweeted it, so you saw it, the, the Iowa farmer talking oh, yeah. to her it was great. about the Green New Deal? Oh, yeah, oh. Give, giving her a nice uh, lesson in just yeah. basic reality of what farming is and, and how it would impact uh, the, the industry. And, and she's just like, Mm. Uh-huh. I, oh, I want yeah. this to end really badly. <laughs> Just shaking her head. So awkward. Yeah. And I would have picked Biden, by the way. I think he'd be. Well, he wasn't one of the options. He should have been. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I Biden, would, Biden would I'm be. criticizing that poll because I, he, he's the guy who you could, I could do like a buddy-buddy movie with. Yeah. Get, get him really wasted, like a Harold and Kumar kind of a thing. I think mm-hmm. we could really mm-hmm. get that going. That's a movie I'd watch. See? And, and no targeting of de- de- deplorables. In no. It. So there we no. go. <laughs> And then today's poll, are Donald Trump's red flag laws, are Donald Trump's red flag laws a good way to prevent oh, we're doing it. mass shooting? This is the experiment. We're I'm so excited it. now. Yeah. yeah. Now, some of the people who are listening here are going to know They'll that know. we're doing the experiment. However, the majority of people are just on Twitter and Correct. see it. So I, they, we, you know, it won't be manipulated. I'll be interested to see. What, do we remember what it was last time? It was 70% no, I want to say. 79, maybe? It was a high we'll, number. We'll look we'll, it we'll up. We'll compare them. Yeah, we'll uh, have this it This one I'm interested in. Yeah. You throw Trump's name in the middle of the same question, what's the difference in the poll? Huge. Huge, right? I bet, it's, my guess. I bet it's completely reversed. Huge. And that's a problem, that especially when you're talking one. about people big, who are following the blaze. Yeah. It's the last thing in the world. It's Again, it's not about hero worship, right? right? Trump might be doing a great job as president. You might love it. It's about principles and values, but, right? Yeah, like hopefully that, you know, who knows? We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Surprise us. Yeah, yeah, yes. don't, don't spoil it for yeah. everyone. Keep, just vote. If you're listening to this, don't vote. I, well, you <laughs> oh. so vote your heart. But don't tell anyone. All right. Go to The Blaze, Twitter. That's at The Blaze. Thank you, gentlemen. We'll see you Monday. No, no. Thank you. Oh, that was very nice. I thought it was nice. I thought it was nice. Because, you know, no one says it. Nobody says it. She says, she says, thank you, guys. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.